Good morning and welcome in everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture from 2 Thessalonians. 2 Thessalonians 2, 10 through 12 says, And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Why do people perish? Why are some people going to end up being cast in the lake of fire? Why will they be banished from the kingdom of heaven? It's because they never developed a love for the truth. To be saved eternally, one must love God's word. You must love it so much that any other relationship on the earth pales in comparison. You must love it so much that when it rebukes and corrects you, you humbly receive its instruction. Revelation 3 verse 19 says, As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Hebrews 12 verses 5 through 11 says, And ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children, my son. Despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. If you endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? But if you be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then are you bastards and not sons. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the father of spirits and live? For they verily for a few days chastened us after their own pleasure, but he for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. Now, no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward it yieldeth that peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. God's word has been given to us for the purpose of correcting us and to point us in the right direction. 2 Timothy 3, 16-17 All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. But the sword of truth can hurt when you are participating in things that are outside the teachings of Christ. Hebrews 4 verse 12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. This is why we need to love God's word, because it rebukes us when we need correction. It is a love for the truth that causes uh, causes us to own, own up to our own faults and then eventually become new creatures in Christ. To love God is to love his commands and teachings. Otherwise, it's a complete contradiction of the Christian life. John 14, beginning of verse 21. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. Judas saith unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us, and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him, 
and we will come unto him, and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings, and the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. The first step in becoming a Christian is accepting the truth of what you really are, a sinner. In order for us to go through any kind of transformation, we, we need to first humbly recognize the error of our way. Without taking that first initial step, you really can't proceed any further. We might make a mistake in our Christian walk, but it is through the acceptance of scriptural truth that we acknowledge our faults so we can correct ourselves and get back on the narrow path of Christ. Only those who are of God are truly going to receive his words. John eight forty seven says, He that is of God heareth God's words. Ye therefore hear them not, because ye are not of God. Many people refuse to hear the truth, because if they did, they'd realize how wicked that they really are. They'd have to confess and admit their faults. It would mean that they need to change the way that they live their lives. They'd have to repent and turn away from their sins. In order to enter into eternal life, we have to love scriptural truth. But the facts are that many people love their sins more than God's word. They love, uh, their love becomes greater for the things of this world than the things of God. And when this happens, they become so deceived that they walk aimlessly through this earth, living and believing a lie. Instead of accepting the truth, they plug their ears, rejecting any kind of biblical correction or rebukes. God's word is a lamp to guide us to heaven. But instead of running to the light, these people will run away into the darkness, refusing to acknowledge in their own hearts the error of their way. God has given us his word as a map that leads us to heaven, and it is capable of saving our souls when we faithfully do what it says. Look at James chapter 1, beginning of verse 21 says, Wherefore, Lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. But be a doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Some people who have professed to be Christian at one time in their life will choose to turn away from the truth of Scripture and then believe lies instead. 2 Timothy 4, 2-4, preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned unto fables. God is not mocked, especially when you have been instructed in God's word, and you willfully reject it. Willful sin is a state of rebellion against God. It is to clearly understand through the knowledge of Scripture what you are supposed to be doing, but you don't care. Once people get to that point, they've stepped across a line from which they cannot return. When you are raised and taught the Scriptures and choose to willfully abandon what you know is true, then you truly make yourself unworthy of eternal life. Once somebody chooses to turn their back on God's teachings, he sends them a strong delusion that they'll actually believe a lie, which will result in their damnation. They are beyond redemption, uh, and it's best to leave them alone. They are blind leaders of the blind, blinded because of their willful rejection of Holy Scripture. Hebrews 6, 4-8 says, For it is in 
possible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come, if they shall fall away to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame. For the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh oft upon it, and bringeth forth herbs meet for them by whom it is dressed, receiveth blessing from God. But that which bringeth or that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected, and is nigh unto cursing, whose end is to be burned. So once they decide to turn away from the truth of what they're supposed to be doing, it's impossible to bring them back to repentance. Because they're duped, deceived, dishonored, and delusional. So let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups. And you can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you could find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you all, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.